What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast, episode 45. We're climbing up there. I'm your host, Gladia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. Hey, fam. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's about to be a good conversation today. Um, You know, this is something that... um, you know, I think is happen is crossing a lot of people's minds, and uh, we're just going to talk about our experiences and kind of our plans because uh, I think both Tim and I have different experiences uh, with this. Uh, but before we get through that, uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, uh, you know, hit those uh, notifications whenever we have a new episode. We're on every week. Follow us on IG at Get the Bag Podcast. And uh, we'll just get it cracking. So this week's topic is how to switch um, into a real estate career. Because I think, uh, you know, we were having conversations about this uh, earlier is, you know, a lot of times people, you know, just don't think that um, like they, they think they have to do things um, a certain way. And, um, you know, Tim has a specific experience. I have another experience. Uh, I have a nine to five um, where my plan is to transition full time into a real estate career. Tim kind of uh, left his nine to five uh, last year or some, I don't know, it's all kind of blending together, but sometime last mm-hmm. year, I think, yeah. uh, and went full time into real estate. Uh, so we're going to just kind of uncover that and, and kind of what the experiences are. Um, so, uh, Tim, you want to kind of share what uh, what your experience was, like quitting your nine to five, or I, I don't know, kind of what your situation was, where you realized the the potential and then just kind of went full force into into real estate. Yeah, uh, well, I have had done a couple deals uh, under my belt at that time, and I was still working kind of full time, and um, you know, my situation was was a little bit different, and I was you know it was during covid and um i was working from home um and they were paying paying me still from working from home doing training and stuff like that so my 95 at that time was uh selling luxury watches and um fortunate thing they didn't lay me off or anything like that but at the same time i was already doing real estate on the side and um, I was seeing success from it because I didn't have to go to uh, visit any houses or I can do everything, every, all the transactions by, by telephone, right? And uh, that, that's what the beauty was it for me. I was like, man, I can make money just sitting on my couch and making phone calls right. and then, you know, um, calling uh, buyers and, and getting the title company on board or whatever, the escrow company on board. So my experience was a little bit different because then COVID kind of uh, relaxed a little bit and then they mm-hmm. told us that come back to work. And then shortly after that, um, they said that they were going to close that store. Right. Um, and that was like kind of a sign for me, like, okay. And then I had closed another deal right before that had happened. And I think I had talked to you and I talked to a couple other people about it and, um, I, I would just decided to make the switch and, um, and that was kind of the deal breaker to me. I was like, man, I'm just going to do this full time and, and just, um, uh, you know, dedicate 
the hours that I was spending at my full-time job to uh, real estate. And right. that's helped me a lot just because it allowed me to network a little bit more um, just because um, I got into another partnership in commercial and all this. So, you know, it got me down to get my processes down and, and concentrate on the real estate side of the business instead of just going back and forth because running your business as with a nine to five is a little bit different than running your business as full time. Right. right. So, so what did, what did the transition look like for you from um, working your, your business when you had a nine to five versus uh, how, how did that switch happen? Yeah. So I had to, so I would make calls early in the morning um, like, so I had my nine to five, right. And it was like, you know, my hours were, you know, I think it was like, um, 11 to nine, you know, or 11 to eight or whatever the case may be. Um, and, um, so in the morning time I'd wake up, do my little routine, and then I would make phone calls until I had to leave for work. And then, um, in be between that time, like at lunchtime, I would do follow-ups like I'd go to my car follow up on people that maybe uh, I need to do follow-ups and then at in the evening then I would kind of prepare my day for to, the next day and then mm -hmm. on my days off I would just strictly do um, the real estate right so right it, it, in my profession at that time I couldn't be on my phone to do texting or anything like that because um, right. I had to be on the floor um, you know, selling, um, these timepieces. So, um, my job was a little bit different. Like some jobs are a little bit more cushed where you can text people at the same time as you are working on your computer. Right. So right. it just depends on what your nine to five is. And I just felt like that was the best thing for me on how I would rearrange my schedule. And then, right. and then when you're working, um, full time in it, your schedule totally changes. You have to come up with a process that works for you. How much time you're going to spend on cold calling, how much you're gonna spend your time on follow ups, how much time you're going to spend on, you know, marketing, how much time you're going to spend on um, reaching out, networking, all of that. So it, it encompasses all of that too. So, right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one big thing that people don't, um, people forget or, uh, it's like a mindset shift once you go full time into whatever from like from a nine to five. Cause when you have a job, like there's a structure to it. Like you have to work from this hour, this, this mm -hmm. hour. And then when you're just free from your nine to five and it's just you, like you have to come up with that structure. And so sometimes there's that transition period where, people struggle or figure out like, Oh, what, like, how do I consume nine hours or however many hours? Like, like, how do I structure that? Um, and so sometimes that's, that makes it a little bit difficult for, um, somebody who's not used to that, to creating that. So if you're able, if you have a nine to five now, start that structure, start building that, uh, routine, um, and infrastructure so that once you transition full time, you, you don't, you, you don't miss a beat. You're able right. to kind of like take the structure or schedule that you had before and then just kind of retweak it to do full time. So 
for me, because I still have a nine to five, I'm still, I'm, uh, because I'm, I'm very lucky that I work from home. Cause if I mm-hmm. didn't, uh, you know, I'd have to, I, I wouldn't be able to access as much of, of, of my business as I, if, if, if I were commuting, for example. So, um, so some of the things that I'm, I do is, uh, I've set a schedule. So kind of like what you, what you mentioned your schedule was before. So, mm-hmm. uh, the night before I'll, I'll, time block I'll, I'll schedule my day for the fall fo- you know the following day and just focus in like okay this uh tomorrow i'm going to focus on follow-ups or um, i'm going to dial block for the you know one hour um i'm going to dispo at this hour so it just kind of it fits my existing schedule my nine to five schedule so that i can kind of like work around that um, and sometimes it, it's difficult because I, I can't control things that come up in the nine to five where I have to put out fires or whatever. So I have to be available, um, but it makes it so much easier for me. Um, and it's just the same thing. That's that's the hardest part is that consistency. Right. So like you have to do that over and over and over again. Uh, and so that's that's always been that's the biggest struggle when you're transitioning is like, how do you find that consistency going full time? Um, so if you're able to hit it, like start these habits earlier, um, and like while you have your nine to five, uh, and I like to call it exploiting your nine to five, taking advantage while you have a, a job, I see it as my job is they're, they're the first, uh, investors in my business because they're paying me right to, to work. And I'm using those funds to invest in my business. So they're kind of like the first um, uh, investors uh, in in like what I'm doing. So I'm building, um, I'm using the, the this time to build my business while I have the nine to five. So when I transition, it's just super seamless. Uh, so that's sort of like my plans, uh, high level plans in terms of how right. I plan to transition into real, like full time. Right, right. And um, the the thing I think the most important for people to understand is that um, the transition doesn't have to happen right away. The transition right. can be on your time or on your budget or your situation because Gladia's situation is totally different from my situation. And um, I could have been not ready to uh, go full time. I could have, you know, went into another full time job and then um, do it. And, but, you know, it's just based on your circumstances at that time. And then you try to make the best decision for yourself or for your family going forward. Um, I've started a lot of business. I'm a type of person that I'm a doer and I just, I go for it type. Um, and then, uh, plan everything out once I kind of jump in, but, um, you know, and, and, but some people rather, you know, have everything in place and then jump in. Right. Yeah. And, um, I, and that's, that's okay too. It's just, um, just my, my suggestion is just to start. That's all. Right. Like build on the side. Like people talk about right. like, while you have your nine to five, like work, work on the side, work after hours, work before hours, like work on the weekends, whatever it is, like, you should be using the money to invest in yourself. Like you're the right. best investment. Um, and uh, not to say that I wouldn't have quit. I probably would have quit a long time ago uh, <laughs> had I not had a family. Um, 
you know, and like somebody to look out for it. And especially with like the recession we're in, it's like such uncertain times right now where it's like, you know, okay, maybe, you know, let me, let me hold out. Um, but I've, I've, I've been there before where, um, I think once I made my decision on what I wanted to do, I quit my job after, um, or a month and then I transitioned into uh, a whole new industry. Um, and it turned out pretty well when, when I, cause I know I can bet on myself, I can count on myself, but when you have other people, yeah. you have a family, it's, um, you know, you just have to be on the same page. So that's always something to consider. Um, as long as you have a plan, like Tim said, like if, if your plan is to, you know, um, leave your nine to five. And I know people who have done it where they have no, Mm -hmm. uh, no savings, nothing. They just jump right in and like, they just figure it out. Cause when you're, I always felt when you have your back against the wall, like yeah. you're able to do amazing things. Cause when people are just don't are kind of limited on what, what they have, like they make the best out of it. So, um, and some people maybe aren't that way. They need more of a structure. Um, right. so I think it's just planning out, writing out your goals as we talked about, we're, we're kind of approaching the end of the year. Um, but you know, writing out your goals, like how much money do you need every month to like, uh, fulfill your lifestyle? Like what kind of lifestyle do you want? And then reverse engineering. Okay. How much, how many, how many clothes if, if, if we're talking about, um, mm -hmm. uh, real estate, how many deals do I need to close? Okay. And then like, okay, how many people do I need to talk to? And then you can kind of like go from there. Obviously when you have a nine to five, you're, you're not able to access as much, uh, but maybe it's like, Hey, if I have a budget, can I hire somebody on the team to like help, help, um, do that. So just kind of writing out, uh, your goals and your plans for what, what works for you. Um, and then just like being consistent with that, like mm -hmm. holding yourself to it or having other people hold yourself to it. Um, I think it's the biggest thing, but, um, time is, is precious. So, uh, that's one thing I've, I've learned a lot is like i can't let time go and and i need to just take action um yeah. so that's one thing that I just that i started doing um you know this year uh and with the goal in mind of like acquiring properties even mm -hmm. during this down market um yeah and uh taking advantage of it yeah a hundred percent i think we we're i know we're people of action and you know we took action my I, I think my back was against the wall just because I needed to, it was either find another job or, you know, um, find something that was going to, going to, you know, kind of change my life situation. And right. that's, that's kind of how I got started in real estate is that I was sitting from home still getting paid, but at the same time I knew I needed to do something more right. Um, to sustain uh, a lifestyle that um, that we we were used to, one, to to have a lifestyle that we never had, right? And, right. Um, so, um, in real estate, and you know, getting into real estate has has done that for at least for our, my family. So, um, and I think it can be done for your family too, and people that are thinking about you know, either switching or just starting in real estate. I mean, you, you can have a nine to five and still do this job. Claudia is a bit, you know, is an example of that. And, um, but when you're switching from your nine to five to, um, you know, uh, real estate full time, then I think um, the best judgment is 
yourself. You bet on yourself, but also um, put a plan together and what that looks like for you and your family. And then, you know, um, just just jump in at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a it's a mindset shift too. Like mm-hmm. mentally you have to prepare yourself. Like are you prepared right. for the hard times going full time? Right. And so right. um some people aren't prepared for that. I mean, I, I'm sure there's plenty of people who jump straight in into like real estate or whatever industry um to work on their business and then they quit because it got mm-hmm. really, really hard. So if uh I mean we're here two years later, uh still working, like we've, yep. we've dealt with like some tough tough times um where things got hard and yeah you know at, at times it does feel like damn i want to am i doing the right thing and you know you, you get through these these thoughts um mm-hmm. and you know it's just like you have to just trust yourself and like stick to your goal this is why i say like write down your goals and and you can probably go back to some episodes we did earlier this year when we talk about goals and setting those goals because if you set those goals and set a vision in, in like what you want to accomplish, what's your ultimate, like, how do you want your life to be when things get hard? You always go to that, right? Mm-hmm. You go to your, 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 uh, your vision and what you want your life to be. Cause otherwise, what are you, what are you fighting for? What are you building this business for? Um, cause things are going to get tough. So are you built for it or are you not built for it? So I think that's also an important aspect when you transition full time uh, from like a nine to five where it is cushy, like you're, there's comfort in that, in that somebody is, is uh, you're dependent on someone in a ways, but mm-hmm. it can be good or bad, but you, you have to shift your mindset before going full time. I feel like you have to have that. And so if you're able to build that while you have your nine to five, you've been through the ups and downs and you kind of know what to expect and to, mm-hmm. you know, keep at it. You'll be, you'll be just fine. Not to say you're not going to run into any issues. You will, but, um, it's, it, it's mentally, you have to be, you have to be built for it. Like right. not many people are built for it. Some people are built to just work nine to fives and that's perfectly yeah. fine because we need people to, you know, work right. jobs. Right. And I think, um, you know, Chris, Chris Jefferson said it the best is that, you know, you have to be uncomfortable, right? And I think, you know, getting into it is very uncomfortable because it's new one. You're not sure if you can do it. You, you're not sure if the deal's going to close. You're not sure if you can do it again after a deal's closed, right? So all these thoughts come in. Or if a deal doesn't close, you don't know if you can do it again. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, all of these things are uncomfortable, but all of these things, um, if you stay consistent, are going to be uh, a result of success in, in the business. So, oh, for sure. Uh, and that's, I think that's big because, you know, not having money is very uncomfortable, right? Or not right. being able to pay your bills is uncomfortable. So that, that goes into, um, you know, what's your why and this is right. why you're doing this because you do need to make money and provide for your family. So yeah, those, that's a that good aspect, point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and it's easier said than done. Like no, yeah. even, even yesterday, I mean, I'll keep it real where I had, a, I, I had to have a moment where I just was not mentally there. Like it was just one of those days, you know, we all have those days where it's just like, damn, today sucks. Or it's just like, 
just you're not in it all the way and that's where you have to like dig into your why i had to like and i usually don't like to complain or anything like that at least i don't like to complain publicly like <laughs> uh and sometimes you have these these thoughts of like oh why is you know why is this or why is that and i i said one thing i learned from um i read this book called the uh what was it called it's by hal elrod the one who wrote the miracle morning it was like the mm -hmm. miracle equation or something like that right and he goes set a timer for two minutes where you just complain like you just bitch about whatever or like you know like things are tough whatever i set my timer and i was just like gosh like you know why why am i like feeling this way why i don't have mm -hmm. it like you know there are stuff there there are things happening but i felt so much better doing that yeah exactly you gotta just get it out sometimes like and after the the timer went off i was like all right time to get to work like let me just focus on that and sometimes we put too much on our plate and that's just part of like what life is but, yeah. you know, if you can kind of break it up and, and do it. So it's like life is that's what life is, like whether we're transitioning to a real estate career, whether you have a nine to five, uh, things are going to get tough. So it's like you you have to get built for it. You're going to have those days, but you have to like check yourself or mm -hmm. ask somebody to check in with you or check on you like, yo, like you're not doing what you, you said you wanted to do. Like, let's hold ourselves, right. you know, accountable, accountable. Um, right. So I, I think that's a that's a big thing where it's like hey if if i'm telling tim tim my goal is to quit my nine to five to you know go full time uh you know tim is should be on me like mm -hmm. yo like if i told him like all right my timeline is january 2023 he should be like yo like what where are you at like you know i know like, exactly uh, that's I where mean, we only that, have days left right so right it's like people don't understand because the holidays and everything like that like, right i got so there's that last year right and, and there's like uh when we talk about being uncomfortable there's different levels to it mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you can say you can write this goal and but you, you can kind of take your time to um you know say i want to quit my job and go full time um but if you're not doing anything that's moving towards that you're not getting yourself uncomfortable you're not doing enough to get you to uh, be uncomfortable. Um, and that's what, because having a nine to five is comfortable. And like, I mean, we're talking here, you miss this deadline mm -hmm. and it's like, shit happens. Shit happens yeah. all the time. So what are you going to learn from it? What are you going to do about it? Um, you know, I, I think, I think that that happens to all of us. Like, okay, you may have missed your deadline, but what did you do during that time frame? Did were you still taking action? Because mm -hmm. even if you miss your goal, you're if you, if you're setting the goal and you're following it somewhat, like you're able to accomplish something. You're able to take action on something. So as long as you're working towards it, it's not like you wrote it in and then it's like December, oh, I didn't do anything. That's like you, you there was no progress. You got to focus on the progress instead of like, you know, did I do it or did I not do it? Did I do, you know, take some action? Mm -hmm. And um, I agree with that. And I think people don't take the small wins as acknowledgement yeah. to um, success, because even though you didn't make your deadline, there's some things in that time frame that you did successfully and they were small yeah. wins and you have to acknowledge that um, because absolutely you those uh, situations where 
you didn't make your deadline because of this, but I accomplished this, this, and this, right? Right, right. So I that's think a, that's, that's a great point. Absolutely. I think we talked about this too one time um, where it's like, hey, we don't give ourselves enough credit. And it's mm -hmm. just like because we live in a world where it's like, Every, everybody is flashing stuff. We have influencers of like, oh, look at my look at my bins, look at my Lambo. Um, and it's so hard. And it's maybe people that started at, at the same time. Um, and maybe somebody's taking off a lot quicker. Well, you know, it's just click for them. It just happens. But I mean, Bam's right. Most of us don't celebrate anything. You got you have to celebrate the little wins because the big win sometimes takes some time. Right. So your big win is quitting your job and starting full time, but you missed a deadline. But did you, did you accomplish those small wins along the way? Again, progress. Did you mm -hmm. make something? I can even, even if I didn't close a deal for the rest of the year, I know I progressed from last year because of the systems I set in place. Uh, mm -hmm. the, 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 even the, the deals, I, the relationships I built, the deals I closed either way. So I'm going to appreciate that. If I get a deal under contract, I'm going to appreciate that. Like, okay, mm -hmm celebrate it but you know you don't want to take forever go champagne showers on it or anything like that <laughs> we're not like that's where the big wins like you want to do that but celebrating uh small wins that's what keeps you going and yeah. i think that's what people uh forget to to do for themselves yeah and obviously it's it's so cool to be a part of a community too because you see the growth of people in their business from when they started yeah. to where they're at now and um I know for you, your journey has been crazy. I mean, I think we've seen our journey, um, you know, firsthand. Fr yeah. firsthand from the start, right? And then some of these uh, other people that we are associated with and their their family, right? They were scared to get on the phones, and you know, they were just crafting, you know, their their process and making sure that they were grinding on each and every day and they got better on the phones and they started locking up deals. And, you know, it's the, the business is easy in concept, but hard in process. Right. Right. So you, you definitely have to keep consistent on that process because you'll get better and better each day, no matter what happens. Right. Right. So you always have to, if you get knocked down, just get back up and then, keep on running the play that's it absolutely you want to get knocked down as much as you can that's the only way you learn it's it's how you pick yourself back up um because when you knock yourself down you're learning you're taking something you're taking an experience with you right yeah. um some deals didn't close i know bam mentioned a couple episodes ago hey i you know a 30k or however many deal but what did you learn in that process that maybe mm -hmm. you can improve on the next deal that comes up right like right. these are sort of things that you it's all perspective mm -hmm. and that's where it's like life is too short to like be so hard on ourselves like damn like this deal didn't close or um oh man like i i lost this or whatever mm -hmm. what did you learn from that that you can improve in your next stop <laughs> oh my bad <laughs> let, let me let me add an extra 30k so a 60K deal um, that happened. But what did you learn from it? Like, you know, it's all perspective. Right. On it. It's easier said than done. I'd be hella bitter too. Like, or hella like, right. you know, sour from that experience. 
Yeah, and it's okay to be sour, you know? Just don't. Yeah, well, don't be sour for it. like the rest of the yeah, year. <laughs> exactly. Don't get into a depression or anything like that and, you know, right. just be like, you know, go off the rails. But, you know, you have to be, you know, like take that into account and then, you know, keep it pushing. So I know that uh, I was going to say is that, you know, you're with with all your, you know, losses or whatever you've gone through, you, you definitely, you know, the learning is a win, right? Right. You know, the lesson is a win. So you gotta, you gotta take that as a win for sure. Right. Right. Learn sellers ain't shit. I mean, that's something that's definitely the case sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but you learn like, okay, maybe I need to communicate. Maybe I need to communicate with the sellers a little bit more or like, I need to, um, I, I need to, uh, you know, check in with the seller more or, you know, whatever the case may be, but stuff, stuff sometimes is out of your control and you can't, you're not in the seller's head and, and sometimes it shit happens. Right. Sellers right. ain't shit, but shit happens sometimes. And so all you can do is learn from it and keep it moving. That that's, that's the biggest perspective. That's easier said than done. Granted, like, you know, I had my little rant yesterday but it's like, you know, it is what it is. You just have to keep pushing, keep pushing. And that's like what I told myself. I'm like, you know what? Like, shit's going to happen, but you got to keep pushing. And that's, yes. what, that's what I did. I got I got back in my uh, my chair and just started making calls. And like, mm -hmm. I felt I felt better. Um, learn to keep up with title because they ain't going to tell you exactly oh yeah there's there's always something that you can improve on if if um something that happened like you know, so that's where you learn from it yeah you know but that's actually bam that's one of my pet peeves is that title company doesn't communicate with you and right. um and the level of communication is you know i kind of want to know what's going on so i can anticipate to tell the seller or the buyer what's this issue so right uh, that is a good point um and you know i find someone that is does 70 percent of that so 70 percent of what i want is better than zero so right so that's kind of the direction i take and that's something maybe until you find a, a better title company you right. just learn all right i need to be on the on titles ass I check in with them every week or every other day, whatever it is, especially if it's like, um, you know, a, a big spread like that. Like you have to be on them sometimes. And if you're on them more than usual, then you probably need to find another title company. But that's mm -hmm. what I mean. Like it's all improving your process. Now yeah. you have that in your process because of what happened. So yeah. now you won't, you know, miss out on these sort of, sort of things. So mm -hmm. again, um, we hope you honestly got a lot out of it. It's it's it, nothing transitioning to anything isn't easy. Um, but if, if it is your goal to transition into real estate or whatever other industry it is, write out your goals. Look mm -hmm. at what it is and you have a nine to five or, you know, they got laid off, whatever. Um, write out what is it is that you need and take action on it. I mean, I think we say this a lot uh, mm -hmm. and we're probably talking to ourselves too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our podcast is just as good for us as for anybody it's else. It's therapy right? for us. Absolutely. We're we're, ta we're talking to ourselves. So we're not just talking to you. Uh, we're right. giving advice to ourselves. Um, and sometimes it's like us speaking is like our own is like, you know, our, I guess deep down is us telling ourselves, like get your shit together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
Is it, you know, we've said it time and again is that this business is not easy and um, <clears throat> and to be successful in it, you just have to, just like you said, um, stay consistent, keep keep moving. Um, there, you are going to be inspecting some losses, but learn from those losses, and um, you know, so you know what to expect next time in a deal that if that situation comes up again. So absolutely. And uh, yeah, bam. Hey, we got to get you on, bro. We got to get you on the podcast. Uh, I want to hear more details on this. Didn't find the lean till an hour before closing. Uh, I've I've dealt with with something like that, but I actually got paid. It wasn't after the fact where they found um, an extra lien on this uh, on the property after the fact, after it had closed. So the title companies cleaning stuff up. So stuff happens all the time but we gotta get you on bro gotta get you and and sophia on um and talk about your guys's journey and uh, i'm sure what your guys experience would be therapy to someone else so uh we'll we'll be hitting you up uh for sure about getting getting you on but glad we could help Uh, tim anything you want to leave the people with before we hop off no i mean i think if you are thinking about getting in this industry do it one don't let the nine to five stop you two um, when you're transitioning into full-time, just make it on your terms. Don't make it on anybody else's. And if you're ready to jump, then then jump and, and uh, have a plan in place to do it. Love it. Love it. We'll, we'll leave it there. Mic drop there. Um, <laughs> but appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week, same time. Uh, but hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Talk to y'all later. All right. See you. Peace.